0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local women local men. Member FDIC.
1: Welcome in. It is, uh, It is a snow day for a lot of us. But it's also Thursday, February 18th. The drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. You can be a part of the program by calling the Whitefall phone line, 877-420-877-420-8255. What do we got coming up on the show today for you? Going to hear from John Mercer coming up. He's coming up about 530. Uh, We're going to talk with him, our weekly conversation, Marshall Tennis back in action. And, uh i got to ask him about that because right now we're doing this show live. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, let me tell you what I see right now as I record this. Uh, I'm blessed. I have a window. I can look outside. Some radio stations do not have windows, so I can look out on the world, and I see huge flakes of snow coming. So that's going to be the question for John Mercer on tennis. Uh, Are we going to have tennis on Friday? Uh, So far, so good. We're going to find out. That's coming up. Uh, We'll talk to him about 5.30. Uh, We'll hear from Tony Kemper in the next few minutes. The Marshall women are playing Rice. That is coming up Saturday and Sunday now. That has changed. Saturday and Sunday. And talked to him earlier on Zoom. At the time, they didn't really have sort of that nailed down. He did tell us on Zoom that it would be Saturday for sure. And they're trying to figure out the rest of it. Well... Since then, they have figured out the rest of it. And so the Thundering Herd in action this weekend. It's going to be Saturday and Sunday. If you can, if you can get out, if you can get out, go support those ladies. They really need it. Seriously, if you can, I'm not asking you to, to risk anything, but if you can get out there, go support them. Definitely. Check out what they're doing because they finally – you'll hear from Coach in a few minutes. They finally have probably their unit back. They finally now have – this is now Marshall basketball. This is what the Marshall women's team looks like. Everyone's back, but it's going to be Saturday at 1 p.m., Sunday at noon – If you can't go, it's going to be on CUSA TV. But that's where you can watch the Herd if you're not going to the Henderson Center to see what they're up to. So we'll hear from Coach in a few minutes. Uh, Kristen Mayo, we're going to hear from her as well later on the show. We'll get her thoughts as it's been just uh, topsy-turvy for her and the squad. So that's uh, our show today. And, of course, uh, as I mentioned, we'll get your phone calls in 877-420-TALK, 877 420 420-8255. You can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. You can also find us on Facebook. We've got the group and the page. We're growing that. We want you to be a part of it. Get you in on the ground floor. Help us grow something there. Uh, I want to build a really big community for you so you, we can talk s- sports in the region, local sports, not just Marshall. I just want to have it be a place where you can discuss things, and then I'm going to pick up on what you're talking about. That's my goal. I'm going to look at what you're talking about and see where we need to be. And honestly, that's that's my intent there. You know, So you can find us on Facebook, find the page, and then join the group. The group is intended for you. You can discuss anything you want to I'm going to jump in at times and uh, I guess I'm going to be like the referee. This is going to be like one big happy wrestling federation and I'm just going to be I'm to be Earl Hebner here. I'm going to be the referee sometimes just you know maybe breaking it up a little bit, redirecting things, but I want you to check all of that out and to help me build something there cuz again, that's going to be your opportunity. And you know what, if you got something that I should be talking about, let me know. If there's something that you agree with, let me know if there's something that like hey Paul, I know I think you need to be here. I don't think this is where you need to be. Let me know. And you've got the Facebook group to do that in. Of course, Twitter is like one big press conference for me. That's that's the point of Twitter for me. It's basically me making announcements and interacting with you as well. But uh, we're going to do some more of the social media. But I want you on the platform with me. So find our Facebook group, The Drive with Paul Swan, the page as well. And you can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. And while you're doing all that social media stuff, this is the part of the program where I remind you, you can subscribe to the podcast. The podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio, wherever you get your podcast. These are all the platforms that we're trying to grow. and We want you to be a part of it because, seriously, I want you to be a part of it. I want you to have some ownership of it, connection to it. I want you to be someone who can feel like you're involved. You're in on it. You're with us. So... There you go. That's the hard sell for all of that. But coming up, we're going to hear from Tony Kemper. Later on, I'm going to Kristen Mayo. I've got John Mercer joining me, so uh, we're going to keep in touch with everything that's going on. We're going to try to cover the entire spectrum of what's happening with Marshall Sports. We'll start with women's basketball and Tony Kemper. On the other side of the break later on, Kristen Mayo. In the middle of all that, John Mercer. We'll talk martial Tennis see what the weather situation looks like. Again, I'm looking out the window right now. And I hope that you stayed home today. If you got a chance to get out, it wasn't bad getting out, but I hope that if you had the opportunity, you get to stay home because it's just nuts out there right now. And I hope you're in good place. And if you're not, let us know. We'll try to find places for you you need to be because there are – warming stations across the Tri-State. Just go to our regular Facebook page, ESPN 94.1 FM. You can go to our page. We're going to update you on what's happening around the Tri-State. There are going to be places for you to go. So if you need that information, we've got you covered on Facebook, on social media. If you need to find some place and you don't know where to go, message me and I'll try to help you out. So you've got all that information now. When we continue, Tony Kemper, he's going to be telling us about rice Part of his Zoom earlier this morning, so we'll hear that later on. John Mercer, Marshall Tennis, here on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
0: This is
1: The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN
0: 94.1 FM and AM 930, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank.
1: Our phone lines this hour presented by White Claw. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And a schedule change for the Thundering Herd. Marshall women's basketball, Saturday and Sunday now in action. Weather conditions have been hard to deal with, and so... The women's schedule has been changed. There will be a Saturday matchup and a Sunday matchup. The opponent this week, Rice, I had a chance earlier this afternoon to be online with the head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd women's basketball team, Tony Kemper, and wanted to start out just kind of getting an idea of what his opponent was about. We start with Coach talking about the Rice Owls.
0: Uh, Really good, obviously. I mean, I I think uh, when you look at uh, the program they've built at Rice over the last – you know, four or five years, it's, it is, uh, you know, it's, it's the best one in the league right now. Um, they've got, uh, you know, I think, I I think if you back up to a year ago when we were getting ready to play, I mean, I, I think one of the, one of the things that probably not very many people know about our league. Um, we were probably poised to get multiple teams in the NCAA tournament last year. And that, that was kind of a, that's been a first time on the men's or women's side in a really long time, but we had, multiple teams like in the top 30 of the rpi um i i think there was three actually or one maybe right on the outside of that going into the conference tournament and they're they're one of the teams that were in that mix and then uh you know i also think they're kind of the one that had uh had developed to the point where everybody else made everybody else better you know and so they are uh they're tremendous they own a a 20 point win at Texas tech this year. I mean, so they've gone on the road to a big 12 team and not, not beat them, but beat them soundly. Um, you know, they lost by four, I think at Texas a and M, which is, uh, a highly ranked team. So they're obviously they're constructed really well. They do have a post presence that, um, you know, probably and I've kind of said this this week, I, I think thinking about it, there there may not be anybody in any league and that's pro men, women, whatever, that has a greater impact on the entire league than what Nancy Mulkey able to do in our league. I mean, she is uh, you're going to see the size difference. It, it is not a the six, nine or whatever she's listed at. That's not a fluke. That That's, you know, when we line up to tip, you're going to see the difference um, in her and, and they do a great job of scheming. Um, with that kind of player in there makes it very difficult on both ends of the floor. So, um, you know, talented players, uh, well-coached, they'll, they'll be ready to go. And, um, you know, and yet I think over the last couple of days, Kristen said, we've, we've, uh, we've practiced well. I think we have, you know, I I think that our, our team is excited to play. Um, You know, I'm sentimental when, when Kristen talks about um, the things that, that she talks about, like, I'm going to miss her, you know, and uh, I think probably if I've complained about one thing more than anything this year, it's the absence of, of number two, you know, I, th- I think she's a huge key to us, and, you know, I, I have, uh, when I can't go to sleep at night, I think that's really affected us, you know, she, at the beginning of the year, I don't think she would pull any punches, I think she was in the best shape she'd ever been in, I think that uh, I I watched her kind of dominate practice at her position like day after day after day. And then she maybe more than it, we've had a couple like Kristen, Kia, they've kind of been on the same cycle of in and out and they've really been hamstrung by that. I mean, the rhythm of her season um, and not just games, practice too has been completely interrupted. So um, it's just been difficult. I think she was shooting it as well as she ever had um, and then she's got to go sit down for two weeks, then she comes in for a week and gets going again, then she's got to go sit down for two. I mean, that happened probably four or five times uh, between middle of October to the middle of January. And so it's, uh, I pre, she's really super loyal to Marshall um, and me, and, boy, I wish we could have had her out there for more games in her senior year, but um, I do know that she'll be ready to play the last ones that we get. And uh, I'm excited to coach you in those.
1: When you play rice, how do you attack them? Uh, what's going to have to happen for you to beat them?
0: Well, you've got, you've got to be smart about the things that you take. You know, you, you, you've got to be okay with, uh, you know, maybe some, not, not deeper, but um, it is hard to score at the basket level you know, you've, you've got to, uh, you got to really move the ball to, to open things up in there because of her size. And so that, that's kind of the first thing is a little bit, um, they they are definitely unique. Like you kind of have to understand levels and where you're at and, uh, sort of read where that secondary defender is because she can contest shots from, from so far away from the actual play. So, um, you got to play as normal as you can. And then, um, also understand that, uh, you know she really does a nice job of altering shots on the offensive end you've got to try to get her as far away from the basket as you can um obviously if she's really close she just reaches her hand up there and it's going to go in and um i think she was nine for 11 maybe in one of the two games against western kentucky so you know 90% shooting from the floor that's a pretty good night and um you know we're, we're not the only ones obviously western struggled with that we're not the only ones that that may struggle in there size wise and you just have to find a way to counter it you got to be super tough you got to be smart with the ball like we can't turn it over we've got to get shots on goal um you know and then we've got to be smart and efficient in what we're actually trying to get done and um, you know i think we're preparing we'll continue to prepare today to get those those things buttoned up
2: Coach, you're on You're on this final stretch right now, and have you spoken to the team at all about trying to find a way to maybe split some of these series to, to get into the, the tournament?
0: I think it's – I mean, I think we all understand that um, we are – we've kind of survived uh, all our in and out. Um, that, that's the way I feel about it, you know, and I, I just talked about, you know, Kristen's played 40% of our conference games. And if you look at our conference statistics, that's your second leading score playing 40% of your games. So that, that's not an easy thing to get, get through. And, uh, we've sort of survived that, but now we've got, we have some of the best teams in our league back to back to back. And so it's, it's not gonna, we have to play well. And I think everyone understands that, you know, we've got to find a way to grind some out. Um, and we've got to play well to do it. So uh, they, I think there's definitely urgency um, to to grow. And, and also part of that is we finally have our team in practice. We haven't had our team in practice since really the first part of uh, right at the end of December. So, you know, the question to Kristen about can you build in practice? Absolutely. We haven't had it to build. So this week has been really important. Last week was really important because we finally got to practice. So instead of just going, what does rice do? And how are we going to counter that? We could also work on this is what we want to do. We have everybody there. And now let's, let's try to build as a team. And um, so, yeah, I think that's a long-winded answer to, I think we all understand kind of where things are and, um, you know, what looms ahead. And I think we're all we're competitors as well so we're kind of fine with with the situation as is we have to find a way to compete with those teams
2: coach so you you just mentioned that everyone's for the first time you're going to have everybody at full strength to go on saturday let's presume you're going to play saturday how do you try to manage that because so far you've had like eight to ten to twelve it's been like different rotation are we going to see different rotations maybe in the lineup combination since you now finally have
0: everybody good to go yeah, I think, I think the thing that's happened for me as a coach, I'm comfortable with a lot of them, but you also watch practice every day. And there's a, there's a pecking order in practice, you know? And, and so um, the ones that uh, practice the best day in and day out are, are probably going to be in there a little bit more. And yet at the same time, I know we're going to run a lot of people in there. So if uh, you know, if you're coming off the bench and you have good minutes, um, that only helps me understand that you're ready to play and you understand what's going on. So um you know i think the the rotation and who's in and who's out is uh it is a little bit to be determined and yet i think you know our staff has a pretty good understanding of who we who we think kind of goes in first and and things like that
2: when do you think you might know uh an answer for saturday i,
0: I think i think soon i don't, I don't think uh I don't think anybody's trying to drag this out at all, but I also know, I, you know, I'm not sure if you're trying to get on and get a flight out of there and up to here. I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if nobody's even trying that yet. So that could be a little bit where, you know, the conversations last night at 10 o'clock kind of move forward. And now they might be, they're probably working on, okay, when can we actually take off? And they might be hitting some roadblocks on that now, too, finding seats on planes and things like that. So, um, I don't think you know us coaches like to know what's going on and and, uh, so I don't think either one of us really want to dangle out here in the world that we're in for very long. Um, You know, but I don't have a there's not like a conference call at two o'clock to settle it I think as soon as they can get the information they need we're going to get together and then we'll figure out game times and, and different things like that. So as soon as, uh, as soon as we have it finalized, we'll get it out there. So people know, um, you know, it is a big weekend with senior night. We also have the pink game going on, which, um, you know, pink game and women's basketball, that's a huge, uh, huge deal for our, our game. As far as, uh, you know, kind of one of the things we've hung our hat on with women's basketball in college. So, you know, it's an important weekend for Kristen and women's college basketball on the whole. And um, we want to get as many people out um, As we can so um, uh, one thing another thing Kristen said talked about how much we changed the schedule And I I can't tell you how much I appreciate our team that this year has been it's been really hard and I don't know that I. I I think they do a great job every day of letting me know that they're okay you know by how they we haven't been perfect but they've been really resilient and tough and um, this stuff they seem to go with the flow as far as what they have to do and and from my standpoint i think that's i mean i would say every day for the last eight days we have probably changed our schedule you know we went in with this was going to be the plan and it i mean we haven't been in school for so long that um you know we're not working around class schedules and things like that and um they've been great about being where they're supposed to be and and with a smile on their face and um you know from my perspective in a year that's been difficult to put together um their their solidness and their approach has really helped
2: coach also real quick about the schedule real quick pick up pick off of jake's question is monday tuesday maybe a possibility concerning the weather
0: no i don't think there'll be any of that i mean i think part part of this thing is uh you know rice kind of has a they don't like to miss a lot of classic rice that's kind of one of the things that they do so i i don't think that uh no, it, it's not going to be. I mean, we, we're back ended on the other end of trying to get to Denton, Denton, Texas to play North Texas um, next week. I mean, it'll it'll be Sunday will be the la- the latest that we will play this weekend. So, um, yeah, I, I can definitively say that the the back end of it stops on Sunday. You know what what goes on between Friday and Sunday, we're trying to work that out.
1: Tony Kemper, now again, some of that was earlier this morning, this afternoon, talking to him. The schedule is now Saturday at 1 p.m., Sunday at noon. Both those games are going to be on CUSA TV. When we continue, John Mercer, head coach of the Marshall Tennis team, heard tennis in action. They're going to be playing on Friday. Friday. I don't believe it, but John will correct me when we continue. He'll tell me it's going to happen here on ESPN, 94.1 in AM 930.
0: We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You know, the snow might have you down, but that's okay because um, there's still some stuff being played. Marshall women's basketball playing Saturday and Sunday, so if you're looking for something on Friday to do, four p.m. Marshall in action. I hope I've said this right because um, I don't believe it's happening. But John Mercer's here to correct me. It. Yeah, come on, you're, you're playing tomorrow. You're playing tomorrow, really? In, uh, this, in this weather, you're playing tomorrow. We're playing. Okay, Get indoors. Oh, okay, it's, but, uh, that's uh, yeah. not we, the question, though. A, you got to get to the we indoor have power, facility. We have heat. Yeah, we have power, we have heat. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully,
3: they can still get here. So uh, as of last night, they said they were still good to come. So uh, hopefully, we can get it in. Joining us, short sure pa- week of practice
1: now. Yeah, I'll very short sure week of practice. Um, John Mercer joins yeah. us on the program, head coach of the Marshall tennis team, and of course, if uh, you've joined us over the years, you know John and I. Um you know, we, we're we more casual with each other. You know, if I'm like with Coach uh, D'Antoni, you know, it's all stiff because he's pretty boring. You know, <laughs> you know, with you, though, it's more fun here. But um, tennis is in action Friday. You're playing indoors. So right there, the benefit of playing indoor. And you've got uh, coming in. Uh, tell us a little bit about, because I don't know if I'm very familiar with the tennis program at Bellarmine University. Correct. Yep. Uh,
3: yeah. So they've made a real commitment to their athletics. I mean, they moved up to D one this past year, uh, which is great to hear. And um, you know, they they have a nice team, you know, a nice team, and they've been working at it, building it. They have a, a really nice schedule this year. Uh, I was looking at it the other day, and so they've made a good commitment. And uh, what's really exciting is they have two kids in their starting lineup that are actually from Huntsville. So I uh, grew up here, played in our junior program, and uh, they're getting to come home and, uh, and play. So, uh, you know, I'm really excited about
1: that. So how do you feel about that? You um, When you face opponents that you know, you had some hand in uh, guiding their career, how do you feel about that? What's that like for you?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, it's happened numerous times over the years. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's rewarding, really. I mean, you know, we have this junior program that we run out at the the uh, new 7827 tennis center up in Brazil where our team plays, and uh, we've probably placed oh, 30, uh, 35 kids in college tennis over the past 15, 20 years or so. 15 years probably, and uh, a lot of them have done really well. Uh, and yeah, you know, it, it, it's such a great opportunity and uh, such a great experience and such an educational experience. Uh, you know, just, you know, same thing that our, our players that come here and play get the experience, but, uh, it's just, it's a great way to, to go to school and, uh, you know, be involved in something and, you know, to play at a D1 level and, you know, just really learn what all that commitment's about, uh, time that you have to put in and juggle it all is, it really is, uh, it's a great experience for everybody and, uh, they, they're always very appreciative, and uh, we have a lot of kids here working here now, uh, out at the club. That you know are probably going to end up playing some D one tennis too, uh, whether it's for us or whether it's for somebody else. Uh, you know, it's, it's just awesome. You know, that's what that's what you want them to experience.
1: Is it hard to sometimes be someone who has? Uh been a coach with these student athletes and then try to recruit them as well when you're able to recruit them to to bring them on board with the herd if there's somebody you think that would fit with what you're doing uh, here at the university you know what's that whole process like for you because I mean, you have a rare advantage there I mean at for a, a certain point in these young ladies careers yeah you, know, you can be involved with them before they get to a point where I guess what they're recruitable yeah, how's that work for you Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you have of course, Thanksgiving uh, we have to bye by, of course. You know, we do all that. But uh, yeah, you know, every, every case is different. Every situation is different. Uh, you know, some of the the kids, uh, to be honest with you, you know, you sit down, you talk to their parents, or you know, you talk to them and so on. And sometimes, uh, you know, as great as their life has been here in Huntington, and and they love it, so on. You know, a lot of times they want to go away. You know, a lot of kids want to go away and experience something different. Uh, That's certainly understandable. So, you know, what you're always really looking for, you know, when it comes down to recruiting is is you're looking for uh, student-athletes who, you know, this is a good fit, uh, you know, for one reason or another, whether it's, you know, the academics or whether it's their ability as a tennis player or their location or where they are. And, uh, you know, you might find a kid in Germany that this is a really good fit and it fits a lot more categories than uh, what they're looking for. than The who actually grows up in Huntington, uh, you know. But you know, the bottom line is, is they most get to play, you know, D one or D two college tennis, and uh, you know that that's ultimately is you're just trying to get them in a situation where they can be successful, and they can mature and get a great education, and uh, you know, move on and do with what they want to do uh, in, in their life. So you know, it, it's 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 a process. So it is it's an advantage, of course, to have them here in your own backyard. But you know, it's not always a gimme that you know they're going to they're going to want to stay here.
1: So let's talk about your opponent. Really, I, I've mm-hmm. always meant to ask you: Is it more about you, or do you? How do you game plan when you go up against the opponent in such an individual sport? How? How do you go about that? Is it more, okay, is it a lot of film study? Is it a lot of just working on what your players are capable of, a little bit of both? What does that look like mm-hmm. in trying to get ready for uh, a program like uh, Bell or Mine?
3: Well, okay, so, well, I mean, they're just one team, but there's a lot of teams. They're like, for instance, Farman, who we just played, uh, you know, or teams we have coming up like Charlotte or Virginia Tech and so on. Uh, you can think about it, probably thing to think of it this way. So when we play a match, as you know, we play three doubles matches and six singles matches. So imagine actually coaching nine basketball games. So that's basically what you're tossed with, <laughs> what you're given, <laughs> is you're actually coaching nine games within one match. Uh, because it is, you, know, you have these individual matches going on, but there is just a lot of strategy and a lot, of, a lot that goes on within each match. So, uh, when we do, uh, you know, obviously, of course, every coach kind of has a little different style, uh, you know, things that they like to emphasize, you know, as far as, you know, especially like in doubles and even in the singles. Because we have certain patterns, you kind of have like more or less what you call plays, you know, in other sports but you have certain patterns you're trying to work with, and you're trying to work with that in in the the framework of what each player is capable of doing. So what your number one player might be capable of doing might be different than what your number six player is capable of doing. So you might be looking at different styles of play and different things you're trying to emphasize and trying to get them into uh, during the course of the match. That being said, you're also trying to work within the framework of what the other person is capable of. So sometimes, like we play a firm and we played them last year, we keep notes on teams. We keep notes on players, on teams, and we come across and so on and so on. Uh, you kind of have an idea what the coaches like to do, but then you also kind of you have notes on, like, okay, this player, you know, they struggle more with serves in on the body, or they struggle more on low short balls, or they struggle on high balls of the forehand, uh, serves out wide, you know. So there, there's a whole game plan there. if so you kind of to incorporate that within what your player is capable of, and then you send them out there to play. The thing is, is when they play, sometimes things are going well and sometimes they're not. So you've got to be really attuned to what's going on uh, within the match. And sometimes you start out with a game plan, like, you know, a basketball game, you might be starting with a three-quarter press. And that day, that's when all the game notes said that this is going to work and you're just getting murdered by it. <laughs> and so you end up having to bail out of it. So there's certain things within matches that uh, sometimes you're changing game plans, not sometimes, a lot of times you're changing game plans within the match of what you're trying to do. So uh, that's what we ran into the other day with Foreman. is that you really saw the last two matches we had on. Uh, the coach is very good. And you could see strategies changing within the match, uh, you know, different types of patterns being played, different things. And basically it became a chess game. It was them changing things up and then us trying to react to what they were doing and then us changing things in a different way to react to what they were doing. And so you kind of have this battle going back and forth. And a lot of times that's why you see these swings and matches so, uh, you know, somebody might put together two or three games and somebody else puts together a game or two. Uh, so, you know, like I said, it, it can be it, – it, there's a lot going on. It, it's like it's like, it's like a chess game. But the problem is you're playing nine chess games all at the same time. Well, you have three doubles, which is three chess games, and then you play six singles, and then you got six more, uh, which is what makes it tough from a coaching standpoint uh, because you're trying to kind of watch all this going on kind of like, you know, it's like if because and Tony had two basketball games going on at the same time or three games going on at the same time, and Henderson's done it, and he's trying to actually manage all three of them. And that's what you end up, you know, basically having to do. So uh, it's tough. <laughs> it can be a challenge sometimes
1: So uh, to stay on top of it. we need a lobby for a pay raise for you is what you're telling me.
3: <laughs> uh, well, let's put it this way. while my career record, is, I've won a fair number of matches. You could probably multiply that by about six. So <laughs> there's how many matches that you've actually won. Because, like, the other day we won four or three, so we won a team match, but we actually won four matches within that match. So uh, there's a, a lot of playing in any given day. Put it this way, at the end of the day, you feel like you've been through the ringer when like you play matches like you did the other day. It's it's a mental, it's a mental battle uh, to, to stay engaged. And you know, I of your matches take about three hours. I right? think so the other day it took about three and a half. And uh, you got to really stay engaged and on top of them for that period of time. So, uh, but you know what? In all in all, it, it's a lot of fun. It's like playing a game of chess, you know. And it's a challenge, and uh, it's competitive. And uh, you know, you're really trying to do what's best for your student athletes, and help them through because they want to be successful. And, you know, when you win matches, uh, you know any match when you win. You know, it's a great feeling of accomplishment, and, uh, and your hard work's paid off for everybody.
1: John Mercer, my guest. John, we have some breaking news. Hold on one moment. It's official. Uh, Marshall's uh, men's basketball contest at Rice has been officially postponed. There's no plan at this time to make up either of these games, so that is official. I just wanted to break in uh, the ABC News Sounders. John, uh, I haven't had a chance to use it yet. So there you go. You are part of breaking news.
3: Uh that's, that's
1: too. bad. Yeah. Well, see, that's um, what I'm asking you. You're playing. To, you're playing tomorrow. Uh, the herd don't right. get to play. Um, the men's series doesn't get to play. The women are playing Saturday and Sunday, and so, yeah, you're one of the fortunate ones right now.
3: Yeah, yeah, we've been lucky, but you know, we we've, we've only played four. We played four out of five, so we did travel to Murray State, got down there, and actually, was getting ready to practice the day before pulled at that point that we couldn't play the next day so we lost that one and uh we lost another one here the beginning of march uh we had radford on the schedule but they're not able to do it now so uh so we lost a couple but you know hopefully but we added one against uva uh which i don't know if you saw that that was kind of the last minute uh is that is that, that added, is that so. breaking
1: news john you, you just added one
3: no, sorry. That was last week. Okay. That was a, all yeah, right. I was just was, like, Yeah, no breaking news. No ABC news. Yeah. So, uh,
1: but, yeah, uh, you know, which actually worked out great for us because that was great preparation for our match against farming. So. John Mercer, my guest. So um, just remind me, uh, Herd fans can't come in right now. I, I was still thinking that maybe you were letting a few people in, but nobody can come to watch, but you're going to have everything on Herdzone.com for uh, all the uh, live scoring and everything there.
3: Right. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So it'll all be on there. You can follow us there, and uh, you know Sports Information does a good job. You know, sitting here monitoring the matches, and uh, it's kind of cool to follow. Us. It's fun
1: to watch. So, John Mercer, my guest. So I guess I'll talk to you um, soon because uh, it's gonna be a, a, a f- it's gonna be a few days between matches. So I guess I'll talk to you sooner than uh, later. I hope.
3: Yeah. 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 I do want to throw one thing in there if sure, I can. Sure. You may. So. Yeah, okay. So we played our match against Furman the other day, and that uh-huh. was a
1: four three win.
3: And Furman was actually coming off wins against Virginia Tech, South Carolina, uh Wake Forest and uh and Alabama. And we were put a lot of four three win and despite that Furman is into the top twenty five number twenty four. So that's probably one of the best wins we've ever had, uh, in all the years I've been here. So uh, really happy for Madison Riley, a local kid who was in our junior program here, who uh, was in the Portsmouth area, uh, won the deciding match for us the one four three. 4 3 So it was, it was a great day for the Herd.
1: John Mercer, my guest, congratulations. Good luck to you. Uh, we'll Thank talk you. to you soon. Thank and, um, again, Herdzone.com if anyone wants to follow along. Come on, we're all going to be snowed in tomorrow anyway except you and the tennis team, so we'll all be just looking at our monitors following I hope along. So. I hope so.
3: Just think of warm thought, you know playing tennis so warm weather
1: sport right yeah warm weather yeah, sport well, thanks
3: paul. for having me paul yeah really
1: appreciate it talk to you soon john mercer my guest when we continue we'll uh, hear from marshall women's basketball player kristen mayo here on espn 94.1
0: and am 930 this is the drive with paul swan on espn 94.1 fm and am 930 presented by huntington federal savings bank
1: just joining us, the Marshall basketball series at Rice canceled this weekend, and the reason being is not necessarily the thing what you think, it's not the weather. COVID 19 related issues within the OWL's program. The herd in action next on Friday and Saturday of next week. Home games against North Texas, and of course, uh, that's disappointing because the Marshall. Of course, this would have been the final road trip for the herd, and it's not going to be made up. So Marshall and Rice, no series. Again, the reason given is COVID-19-related issues within the Rice Owls program. The Marshall women are still in action coming up. Their games have moved to Saturday and Sunday. I was on Zoom earlier this morning with Kristen Mayo from the Thundering Herd. I want to get her thoughts on playing her opponent and just the season in general.
2: How difficult has this been for you considering, you know, you've had to miss several games due, due to a virus and now, now it's the weather. If it's not one thing, it's another. As, as a basketball player, how do you balance that?
4: Um, I feel like you don't. You don't balance it. It's like every day you don't really know what to expect. And But, I mean, I guess the good thing is like we've had to do it all season and also like it was at the end of last season too. So we've kind of learned like how to just cope with it in a way because, you know, like you said – Like I've not played in many games and actually like I was talking to somebody the other day and they were like, you've played in six games this year. And I was like, what? I didn't even realize that it was that little. But at the end of the day, like it's life and like everything that's going on is out of everybody's control. So you just got to figure out how to get past it and move on to the next day, because maybe you'll play the next day. You don't know.
2: So I guess for you, this could be this could be your final potential final home game. at potentially ever at Marshall is that right yes yeah has that kind of sunk in and the fact that you've only played six games this year
4: um it didn't hit me until they said six and I was like wow that's a heck of a way to go out I guess um not many people could say that they only played six games and were healthy you know most of them but um I'm, you know, I'm glad to be over with the, I don't have to quarantine or anything anymore. So like, that's awesome that like, you know, when we get to conference, you know, I don't have to worry about all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's sinking in a little bit. I think it would have hit, hit me pretty hard when we played the game, but it hasn't hit me like a lot throughout the season, I guess, until like, it's getting closer. So now it's kind of getting scary. <laughs>
1: Onto the opponent itself, um, what can you tell us uh, as you've been preparing through a snowstorm and everything? Uh, what's your preparation look like and what can you tell us about them?
4: Um, right now we're just, you know, going over our game plan like we were going to play on Friday and Saturday like we would any other week. Um, you know, we're trying to figure out, you know, they got 6-9 in there, so we're trying to figure out how to maneuver that. Um you know, I think that our focus overall this week, though, has been pretty good. I'm, you know, happy with where the team's at right now. I think we obviously, you know, need to uh, get a little bit crisper on things. But for the most part, I think that we're focused in and we're all excited to get ready to play again.
1: Can you get crisper in practice? Is that just a fact that you got to play ball games against a, an opponent to get crisper?
4: Um, I think that you can get better in practice, definitely, I think, because the more you go over a game plan, the better you, you know, in theory, you will be executing it. So I think that, yeah, practice is definitely essential for us right now uh, in preparing, like, to get ready to do a conference in Frisco and everything, I think.
2: Kristen, you guys play Rice, and Rice has been pretty much the gold standard of teams in this league. You know, Rice has only been up near the top, you guys kind of had the inconsistency all year of, you know, you've played start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. So how do you try to play the best team in your league when you kind of had this, like, inconsistency of going on and off all year?
4: Um, I don't think anybody's been exempt from, you know, the what's been going on this year. So I think, you know, they lace up their shoes the same way we do. So we can't look at them and, like, I guess going to the game is, like, reserved and, like, kind of nervous about how the outcome will turn out. We just got to go play them like we would play anybody else.
2: Also, as of now, like, you guys are only scheduled, I believe, as of now to play one game, Coach Contra, trying to schedule a Saturday game. The energy factor, it seemed kind of like the first game that you guys have kind of been a little more lethargic on energy. How do you guys try to build that up as a team, as, like, you head into this final stretch with this last home game set and then the conference tournament starting – just right around the corner
4: um I think that you know we're obviously all excited and every time that we get a text or something that says there's like a change in schedule then it's like a little bit deflating in the moment but that makes each game more exciting and like there's more on the line in every single game that we play now so I think that you know we're just gonna have to keep our spirits high and our energy up and be excited for the moments that we actually do get to go play
1: And just a reminder, the women are in action Saturday and Sunday. That news coming up a little bit later after this Zoom call took place. So Marshall women's basketball action Saturday and Sunday. The men not in action this weekend due to COVID-19 issues. According to the statement released by Marshall University, the COVID-19 issues within the Rice program. So this is not impacting the thundering herd on that level. However, that means no Marshall basketball this weekend. The Herd will be next home next week. Marshall will not be on the road again until the Conference USA tournament. So Thundering Herd staying at home until it's tournament time. Still, it's very disappointing to lose a couple of games for the Thundering Herd. And we'll see what this uh, whole standing looks like when Conference USA finally gets to that point. I know there's a couple of make games uh, across the league, Marshall included. It's um, it's, tough to, it's tough to play a, a schedule when some schools are playing more games, some schools are playing less. and that's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. Don't forget you can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. You can find me on the podcast page at Apple Podcast the drive with Paul Swan. Like it, subscribe it, give us a five-star review. Appreciate everything you do for me, and hopefully I'm doing the same for you. That's going to do it for this edition. And, of course, if you don't have Apple Podcasts, you can get the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcast.